<laughs> well, somebody's going to hunt you down and kill you and eat you. I know that's how you're going to die. It's the only uh, premonition ability I have. I, I see people's deaths. It's an unfortunate, sad curse. It's also a blessing. Blah, blah, blah. Insert number here. I'm Preston Buttons. I'm the word whore. You're listening to Air Out My Shorts. And we're excited because... Because uh, there's a lot to be excited about. There's so much to be excited about. I'm we're excited. We're getting fan mail. We're getting stories. We're getting votes. We're getting drunk. But so far, we're not getting laid as a result of this podcast. So um, when you're ready, fans, so are we. Bring it on. Send in your shorts. Send in your shorts? Was, yeah, uh, whether written or worn. I think you just completely blew over the fact that I'm expecting to get laid as a result <laughs> of this podcast. I don't I don't know why you're doing it, but that's all I'm in it for. Send in your shorts and make sure you're in them. Yeah, okay. Sorry, I just tromped all over your joke, didn't I? Uh-huh. I didn't know you were working your way up to something special there. Oh, well, I wasn't. I was just clarifying. Ah. <sighs> Thanks for the clarification. I need a lot of that in my life. My life is very unclear. I require much clarification and qualification and quantification and justification. That's a lot of cations. Are there other ifications that I need? I need satification. Satification? Yes, I don't get no satification. So. Yes, Mr. Pause Man. This is the king of the pregnant pause over here. It's the anticipation. Oh, yes, yes, of course. You're, you're building suspense. Uh, no, you're not. You're no, because it doesn't go anywhere. You you are the one who's always harping on me about dead air. Well, I can just talk incessantly. Why is dead air really hard for me to say right now? There you go again with the pregnant pause. You should get that looked at. You should have a pause abortion. <laughs> I'm serious. I need you to fill the fill the <clears throat> void that is the the space that I'm not speaking in. That's an interesting term. <laughs> what? Pause abortion. Well, pregnant pause is a pretty interesting term, don't you think? I'm getting really sick of talking to myself. I do it on purpose. Uh, it's like I'm having the masturbation podcast. They all are for you. I have to do all the work. I have to do everything myself. We went to an art exhibit today. Yes, we did. Because we were so cultured. It was nice. It was. it was sunny. Um, There were lots and lots and lots and lots of artists there, but we hit the show on the last day of the show, in the last hour of the show, so everybody was tired and grumpy and packing up. Ornery artists. Ornery. Disgruntled, more so than normal. Embittered, even. Embittered. I really like that word. It's a good word. Mm-hmm. I like it almost as much as whore. That's everyone's favorite word. I wouldn't say everyone. Well, maybe not. I like it, though. Did nothing happen to you the whole time I was gone? Is your life this empty? I, I was trying to think if anything happened to me while you were gone, and I came to the conclusion that no, what? you fill that empty void in oh, my life. Oh, for fuck's sakes. No, you pay the working girl for that. I don't need that kind of pressure. I have Fine. enough voids to fill in my life. I don't need your void. Don't you make your void be my responsibility? 
okay? Well, it's got to be someone's responsibility. It isn't mine. Well, your audio voids are apparently my responsibility because I have to just ramble in 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 I'm going to void something right now. What does that mean? Oh, anything you want to mean. See, your threats aren't even threatening. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Oh, fuck. What's going on? We're just having a anti-podcast day, apparently. Which sucks, because we took a week off, and we should be right into it. I think probably what's going on here is Preston Buttons, like me, made the mistake of listening to past podcasts. No, Preston Buttons is hungover again. Fuck. I'm going to go right into a story by Tim Clare called Eggs Benedict. Mm. Where's Tim Clare from? I haven't got a fucking clue, because Tim Clare didn't tell us where he was from, but I'm happy that he sent his shorts. Eggs Benedict. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's my favorite hangover breakfast. I like Eggs Benedict. Me too. It's all gooey and eggy and hollandaise and yummy. And Benedict-like. Mm, it's all Benedict-y. Mm-hmm. So, since uh, I'm a solo act these days, shove the fuck over. Let go of my ripcord here. <laughs> what is this? Eggs Benedict by Tim Clare. Carl and I brunched at a little first-floor bistro a few minutes from the center. It had heavy maroon drapes and sold packs of playing cards with its name, Jeu de Cartes, written on the back of every one. Just so you know, I don't do French. That's not what I heard. Oh, no, I mean the language. Oh. Back in spring, we went. When the sun shone grapefruit yellow and the whip of the wind still made your neck hairs prickle. After some umming and awing, I settled on French toast and a latte. Oh, God, I said latte. Carl let me persuade him into ordering a glass of orange juice and the eggs benedict. The hollandaise sauce was freshly prepared, a lightly cooked beaten egg yolk, gently thickened with hot butter and flavored with a squirt of lemon juice. All so too hot. often, an eatery will try to fob you off. With an instant stuff. With the instant stuff. I'm drooling. <laughs> Not. Judica. While the word whore cleans herself up. I'm all wet and sticky from the Judicart. <laughs> <laughs> what does Judicart mean? It's something of the day, right? Yeah, probably. Or, yeah, I guess probably freshly made that day. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever it is, is having a profound effect. She's, ha it, she's having was, a cigarette now. It was this beaten egg yolk. Gently thickened, thickened with, with hot butter. butter and flavored with a squirt of lemon juice. <laughs> Squeeze my lemon till the juice runs down my leg. Mm. <laughs> wow. <sighs> okay, I'm, I'm going to need a minute. We had a table by the frosted glass window. The light was choked and sickly, just how I like it. I hadn't had much sleep. Headaches were still keeping me up. My features were gaunt and drawn. I adjusted my collar, gave my tie one sharp tug. I look like a bloodhound with a lot on its mind. <laughs> That's sexy. This is this is <laughs> this is taking a, a complete reversal. I know. It's not hot anymore. It's not sexy at all anymore. Yeah, said Carl, sniffing and scuffing a napkin back and forth against his nose. I never ripped in a verge before. What the hell does that mean? I, I thought it said virgin. No. 
<laughs> oh no! I've completely contorted this story in my head. It's that that food sex association. Maybe, maybe I'm just hungry or horny or both or something. I don't know. Carl has it. Okay, <laughs> somebody didn't rip a virgin. <laughs> Go on. Carl had his eggs done over easy. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh no! How was that dirty in my head? <laughs> I don't know, but I think that this is sort of the trend for the rest of this. Carl had his sex done over easy. He, he saw it at his gammon round with a look of impatience. What's it like? Nice, I said. Carl frowned, stopped sawing. Sawing? Sawing. What was he sawing? His gammon. Oh, his gammon. Yeah, man. He was sawing his gam on. I think it's ham, right? Uh, Did you ever I, see that I, I movie, Shambone Shambone? Uh, no, I didn't. It's got Penelope Cruz in it. It's fucking funny as hell. There's a line in it where the guy says, Your breasts taste like potato omelets. I'm not kidding. I'm actually not making that up. Ham, I've never had a potato omelet. Ham, ham. You've probably never had a breast either. Carl frowned, stopped sawing. But it's all bloody and mingy. Minging. Isn't it? Isn't I don't it? I don't get the appeal. Is that mingy? Minging. Minging? But it's all bloody and minging, isn't it? I don't get the appeal. Oh, do I have to fake a British accent? That should be I, interesting. I think so. We'll just show we'll just prove yet again how bad my character acting is. I stirred the last of the Oh, fuck. Every other word I have to get you to read for me. Good demerara. Demerara? Demerara sugar. I stirred the last of the demerara sugar into my latte and t tapped the dripping teaspoon <laughs> against the white rim of my cup. Tink, tink, tink. The sound acted like the focalizing preemptory clack of a conductor's baton. Carl blinked at me his loaded, yoky fork hovering before his open mouth. It doesn't work when you do it. It, it said, might work for some people. Well, I said, gazing up towards the jutting... Oh, here we go. Juddering. Juddering. Well, I said, gazing up towards the juddering ceiling fan, you know when you open a brand new jar of conserve and... A what? A jar of jam. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's got that little round safety button on top that shows the jar's still pressurized. You put your hand on the lid. You tighten your grip. You give it a little twist. And there's a... Whoosht. I dropped my teaspoon into the saucer, stuck an index finger into my mouth, and made a popping noise. Yeah. Carl mopped up a swirl of hollandaise. This is so homoerotic. I'm sorry. It is. They're mopping stuff up. They're putting stuff in their mouths. It's so hot. Swirls of hollandaise everywhere. I can't see. Carl mopped up a swirl of hollandaise with the eggy swatch of muffin impaled on the end of his yeah. long tooth fork. Fuck, this is so good. Oh my god, I had no idea we were in for a homoerotic adventure here. I'm really excited now. I wish I'd pre-read this story so I could have done it justice. <laughs> you know how satisfying it is when you hear the first pop? 
when you know you're the first one to lift that button and taste the sweet, zesty jam inside. Yeah. That's what it's like. Carl stared at me for a moment. I had all but decided that his expression was one of confusion when he guffawed, spattering flecks of chewed-up egg across the tablecloth and down his T-shirt. Oh, fuck. Nah, mate. Nah. He snorted, using the napkin to dab, dab his chin. I reckon you're feeding me on a... What? I reckon you're feeding me a jackanory. What's that? Bullshit, probably. I know, but you said in a southern accent, and these people are not southern. British, go British for me. Nah, mate, nah, he snorted, using his napkin to dab his chin. I reckon you're feeding me a jackanory. That was a little Australian, I think. Yeah. He shook his head. Good eye. As if a bird's vag goes pop when you take her V-plates, people were beginning to stare. Oh, they're, they're talking about women. Oh, bird. No one's ever called me a bird. No? No. You're right, bud. There's no noise, I said. But you... What I mean is, I paused, bit of a half moon out of my toast. Oh, bit a half moon out of my toast. What I mean is, I continued, lowering the volume slightly, the satisfaction you get from deflowering a virgin is the same kind of satisfaction you get from opening a fresh jar of con of jam. But there's blood and all that, yeah? Sometimes... Carl rested his knife on the edge of his plate. He picked up his glass of orange juice, didn't drink it, just stared into it. This isn't homoerotic at all. These are like two blokes chatting about birds. Yeah. I, I feel bad. Sorry. Um, Tim Curry? Curry? <laughs> Tim Curry. Tim Curry. Tim Clare. I'm sorry to Tim Curry, too, for all kinds of reasons. We'll talk about that another time. <laughs> uh, we'll address my star fucking issues later. <laughs> Yeah, we you <laughs> later, later, <laughs> later. We're making this all se- sexual at first, and then hey, it turned out to be sexual. How about that? I know, but I thought we're we're all like being all adolescent. Holidays <laughs> dripping down his chin, and the hot yolk running off his tongue, <laughs> and his big long fork jamming into the jam, jam, jam. Oh. Eggs Benedict! (sighs) I never told you. My best dropped a sprog once. Hmm? You fucked a frog? (laughs) No. Dropped a sprog. (laughs) What is that? You don't know. Just say you don't know when you don't know. No, I don't, but it's explained. I never told you. My best dropped a sprog once. Beautiful it was. All tiny and perfect. Stillborn. I told her to quit the fags, but she never... Carl threw his head back and down the orange juice in a single hit. The crystal tumbler returned to the table with a thump. I tried to rest my hand on his, but he pulled away. He took a pack of Super Kings from his pocket, stuck one in the corner of his mouth. I still think it's kind of homoerotic. Carl, I don't think you can, but the cigarette was already lit. Thick, dry lips already pursed, and the rest of my... Protestation. Protestation. I'm doing that over. Carl, I don't think you can, but the cigarette was already lit. Thick, dry lips already pursed, and the rest of my protestation quietly died. I listened to the crackle as he inspired, watched tresses of smoke twist and plate. As I considered asking for the bill, 
he allowed my fingers to thread between his. I told you it was homoerotic. Can we read it again? I don't think we did it justice at all. I think it's an awesome story, and we fucked it up royally because I was pretending it was sexy before I knew it was, and then it was, and then I just sucked the life out of it. Oh, I don't know about that. I think you put a certain amount of life into it. Carl, I don't think I can. But the cigarette was already lit. Thick, dry lips. Already pursed. Ooh. Since let's go back to spine. let's go back to the yolk and stuff. Where's that yolky part? <laughs> why do you why did you take the papers away from me? Oh, that was my favorite line right here. I didn't want you to get them wet. The hollandaise sauce was freshly prepared. A light the cooked beaten egg yolk gently thickened with hot butter and flavored with a squirt of lemon juice. Mm, 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 mm. I love Eggs Benedict. <laughs> More so now. As I said, it's my favorite hangover order. And orgasmic, apparently. Uh, With all that hollandaise. Well, sauce I didn't stuff. think of it before now, but yeah, it's, it's kind of erotic. You know, you've got just the right amount of meat and goo. <laughs> That's uh, one way of putting it. How would you put it? Uh, I, can't, I don't think I have anything to add. Meat what else goo. is new? <laughs> what the fuck else is new? This is just the fucking word whore, all by herself, talking to herself, reading stories by herself. Occasionally, you help me with the words I don't know how to say. And then what? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's, it's a good, good thing someone's helping you with those words. There were some hard words in there. The Demura... Demer... Demerara. Demerara sugar. I wonder if that's like equal or... Shuddering. That's a Dripping good teaspoon <laughs> against the white rim of my cup. I think cup. we should do that one again. I think that one deserves an encore. This, this time with feeling. <laughs> do it again with feeling. Eggs Benedict. Carl and I brunched at the little first floor bistro a few minutes from the center. It had heavy maroon drapes. A solid pack. Oh, now, now I'm doing it as um, fucking, what's his name? Uh, Leech. Robin Leach. Oh. Carl and I brunched at a little first floor bistro a few minutes from the center. A five-star establishment. Rife with celebrities. Serving the best hollandaise on the planet. It's so good it will make you come. Oh, oh, I forgot to tell you this. Angry Phone Guy has an idea. I meant to talk to you about it before we were actually doing this, but fuck it, we're on the air. He wants us to let him rip apart celebrities at random. We'll just basically say a celebrity's name and let him run with it. Speaking of which... I think we should check in on Angry Phone Guy. I lost his number. Where's his number? Oh, it's written inside my thigh. Hold on. Please hang up immediately. Yeah, fuck you, digital bitch. If he doesn't answer, I'm going to kill him. What's wrong? What's wrong? I'll tell you what's wrong. What the shit's wrong? Hello, angry phone guy. You're on the air with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore, but I'm gauging from answering your phone. You already knew that. Let me tell you something. Yes, sir. You know what I'd fucking do to the Hilton sisters' parents? I'd take them into the public square in New York and I'd beat them to death. 
Why, why, why? Why have they pissed you off this royally? Because that bitch now has a show for everything hedonistic and selfish. Just tune into the fucking, what a fucking monster. That's all I'm saying, okay? What, the Hilton mother? He started, yeah. The Hilton mother's not got a show on how to be a hedonistic fucking pig. There's 30 little fucking monsters vying for the position to be an absolute freaking icon for all this tasteless. Oh, I want to be a Hilton. Uh, now I know exactly. what you're talking about. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I thought you were just pissed that they're peddling their children as like fucking. No, I think they should be beaten in the public square for raising two such fucking empty, vapid, vacuous icons of hedonistic worthlessness. So I'm with you there. I'd, I'd fuck Paris Hilton. I'll leave you in a goddamn public square, too. This is my platform. Good God. I'm speaking right now, and I'm good and fucking pissed. Angry or I'll seriously defend myself. Bring it on, buddy. I have to go now, because I'm a little upset. Jesus, you just got started. You caught me at a bad moment. Ah, I guess so. What? I just saw the Hilton sisters on TV, all um, right? I'm... Who wants to be a fucking icon for just the most selfish pig family? I can't even speak about it anymore. I'm so upset. It's, uh, I never thought that they would uh, have this uh, prof- <laughs> profound an effect. angry phone guy. Fuck, yeah, but didn't I just say he'd turned a new leaf and he wasn't angry anymore? What the fuck was that? Well, we knew that that was short-lived. What the fuck did the Hilton sisters do to him? That was that was outrageously uncalled for. Maybe I... maybe he asked Paris out and she said no. I doubt it. What? You think she said yes? <sighs> no, no, something's going on. He's, no. Fuck. I'm calling him back. Where's the redial button? Oh. Mm. Fucking dickhead. He didn't let us get a word in. I don't I don't like to be hung up on ever. It's like my biggest pet peeve. It's gonna happen again. You know what I'm shook up? Hello? You know what I'm shook up? No, but what I wanna know is like third and fourth generation Rolex while people starve in the 
face of hunger. How charming. Oh, can I watch that? I have to ask you something. I'm just saying, I'm sick of the whole thing. And buttons, shut your little rat trap. Buttons didn't say a goddamn word. It was me. I need you to do me a favor. What? Um, okay. No, be honest with me. You have a friend who fucked Paris Hilton. Actually, I got... <laughs> well, just like that, you got me, me out of my bad mood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so well, actually, I have a buddy. I do have, I do have that story for you. I would like to hear it right now, please. Oh, I should be saying that. Well, you know, change his name, <laughs> and I'm sure he's just one of millions. You want to hear the story? Yes, I do. Are you sure? I absolutely do, because he's, right. he's a hot little piece of ass, and I want to hear every detail. I'm at my apartment. Here's the deal. I get the carpenters on in the background. Sorry about that. It's okay. I heard music last time we were talking to you, and I was a little worried, because that was distracting. Are they soundproofing your place? God, I hope so, for the neighbor's sake. Shut up, fuck All right. Uh, so you have a friend who fucked Paris Hilton. Here's what happened, okay? I'm in the apartment, all right? And uh, my buddy George pops by, taps on the window. Oh, let's God. No, let's... let's George pops in. He has a beer. Let's call him something else, please. No, no, it wasn't George. George has somebody of his who's a good-looking guy. He's kind of a pretty boy. He's a straight guy. You know, he likes his brides and his glass of beer on Friday night. So this dude... Supposedly, George is telling me you're not going to believe this story. I said, well, "What are you talking about?" Said, is he is he as good looking as George? No, George is the, he's my buddy, but he is his buddy who got into the thing with Parasol. Yeah, but I'm saying, is this guy as good looking as George? Because George is really, oh, yeah, George, you, George, George is, is cute. A I don't know. I never met this guy. I mean, I think George is kind of ugly myself, but the girls love him. Anyways, George pops over. George tells me I got a story for you. You're not going to believe this. He goes. My buddy boinked Paris Hilton last night on a freaking pool table. I said, you're cracking me. I don't believe you. George comes in. We open a beer. He says, no shit. This is what happened. And you know they have those skin parties down here? Yeah. I've never been to bar any of them, I swear. Want to be swingers and weirdos, whatever, whatever. You know, people hang out at the bar and, you know, it's a big sexual thing and you got to pay to get in. So George's buddy's a pretty boy. You know, likes his broads, goes through this thing with some broad. And, uh, you know, it's down here on the beach and there's a couple of big socialite people there. And this party ends at the bar around 2 o'clock in the morning or something. And not a lot of stuff happens. People are getting a little risky, but nothing crazy. Everybody leaves because it disperses from this party. Uh-huh. And he gets this nod from somebody, hey, come to this other, there's a big private party at a house over on the island. So George's buddy goes, oh, okay. He goes over to this other party in this big mansion on the beach. And this is like a big private affair. Right. But a bunch of people from the skin party are there. Now, this is when things get down and dirty. So here's the deal. The food goes in, and the freaking Hilton sisters are there. One of them's there. I, I can't, I, yeah, to be honest, I can't remember which one. I think it was the one with the porn video. Paris. In any case, long and short of it, this guy's smelling around this house party, blah, blah, blah. Paris Hilton's there. She's drunk. Everybody's doing this and that. And everybody's getting down and dirty. This is the real sex part. This guy ends up bopping this Hilton girl on the pool table. <laughs> no, no shit. And he leaves. Like it was just another night. So he can't believe what had happened. He tells George the next day, because you're not Georgie boy, you're not going to believe what happened last night. And George says, this guy doesn't lie. So he comes over the next night, he's, you know, dropping by for a beer, and he tells me, no shit, this is what happens. I, 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 I don't know. This is, he said, supposedly this guy was, this happens a lot. 
I don't know. Did he well, get her number? Huh? Did he get her number? I don't know. What the fuck would you need it for? He already used it. It's not that hard to believe um, ostensible crap that's going on with these broads in the past couple of years. So. I know, but no, I have to say, you are being unfair. There's only one... It, you're just lumping them together as a unit. The Hilton That's sisters. Yeah, they the they don't. Yeah, the one like Steve yeah. Holman does needlecraft. Do well. I'm not. I'm not saying that. It's just they don't travel as a unit and get. Oh, that's true. Fucked as a unit. Well, so. you know, you just think one of these brides would go and fucking join the Peace Corps, do some charity work, or do something that's symbolic of something less than buying expensive shiny things in a fucking high end store. Holy crap! Would you go and fucking help a poor person or something? You freaking. Are you mad because your friend boffed uh, Paris Hilton and you I'm didn't? I'm a little upset. I'm probably a little jealous. But... And I'm also upset because I'm poor. But other than that, I think I'm pretty unbiased. Yeah, I'd say you're pretty unbiased. But that's the story. I like that story. I actually, I, I've firsthand. I couldn't believe it. I've heard it before, but I, I actually, I was excited out. because I thought it was George who oh, fucked sorry, Paris. Oh, sorry, not firsthand. No, it's thirdhand. George Bob could have. George, what? George probably could have. I don't know. Oh, I'm sure he did. It's really. I'm not angry anymore. No, I don't know what happened. Maybe we should talk about Donald Trump. Oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe we should save that for another show. We might have to. I uh, I appreciate your anger. Thank you. Um, I, mean, I better go because uh, listening to Karen Carpenter's CDs, oh. I don't have a lot of money, so. Well, that's as angry as it gets, isn't it? We've the Carpenters. Just begun yeah, the Carpenters. That's that's th- angry think, phone guy music. I think that would incite me to violence. Call me back. Call me back on the next show, and we'll discuss some more. Well, people. the next show will be in a, approximately forty minutes, so I'll talk to you soon. We don't have to be nice. Goodbye. Good call from Angry Phone Guy. Uh, And I want to personally apologize to the Hilton sisters. I realize you are two independent people. And you don't travel as a unit. And you don't fuck as a unit either that I know of. But uh, if you're ever going to do that, I'd really like to watch. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com.